0: My goodness, choir, that was something else. My goodness gracious. I was just thinking, so many thoughts came to my mind. The first one was we had just sung, Bless the Lord, O My Soul, and I can't help but imagine that you just made Jesus smile this morning. That was so beautiful. The second thought was, I hope that no one was injured during the swaying. That was... there. Today we celebrate Mother's Day, and so I thought we might start with uh, sharing a poll about children and and their mothers. It's a series of questions that begins like this. Why did God make mothers? Answer, she's the only one who knows where the scotch tape is. That's for me too. Sandy can say it's right there. It's right in front of your face, but I need her to show me. How did God make mothers? Question two, how did God make mothers? He used dirt just like the rest of us. Another answer, magic plus superpowers plus a lot of stirring. Question three, what ingredients are mothers made of? God made mothers out of clouds and angel hair and everything nice in the world and one dab of mean. (laughs) Question four, ask the kids, why did God give your mother, you your mother and not some other mom? Answer, God knew she likes me a lot more than other people's moms like me. You know that had to be a little boy. No. question five, what kind of little girl was your mom? I don't know, because I wasn't there, but my guess would be pretty bossy. <laughs> question six, why did your mom marry your dad? Answer, my grandma says, because mom didn't have her thinking cap on. <laughs> That's my favorite. Question seven, if you could change one thing about your mom, what would it be? Uh, multiple answers here. She's, one was, she has this weird thing about keeping my room clean. I'd get rid of that. Uh, another answer, I'd make mom smarter because then she would know it was my sister who did it and not me. And the final one, I would like her to get rid of those eyes that are on the back of her head. (laughs) We've all thought that at one time of our life. Let's turn to the scripture and learn what it says about godly mothers and how we are to revere and respect them. We read today from Proverbs 31, beginning in the 26th verse. It begins, she opens her mouth in wisdom, and the teaching of kindness is on her tongue. She looks well to the ways of her household and does not eat the bread of idleness. Here's one of my favorite verses. Her children rise up and bless her. Her husband also, and he praises her, saying, Many daughters have done nobly, but you excel them all. Charm is deceitful and beauty is vain, but a woman who fears the Lord, she shall be praised. Give her the product of her hands and let her works praise her in the gates. Would you pray with me? Holy Father, we are so very thankful to come into your house today, and we do. We stop, and we thank you for one of the greatest gifts that any of us have received. We thank you, Father, for our moms, for the place they hold in our life, for the teachings they gave, for the example, for the words, for the love, and every one of us here today would confess that we would be very, very different people without our mothers, So we pray, Lord, that you would strengthen us, and according to your will and your word, that you would help us to be good husbands and good children, and that every one of us would rise up and call them blessed. We pray these things in the name of Jesus Christ, our Savior. Amen. Over the years, I've struggled just a little bit about bringing secular holidays into the church, And we understand that this is a place that is fully dedicated to worship God and Him alone. And so I ask you, is it right to set aside a Sunday to honor mothers? And I think the answer is absolutely yes. Because it is the will of God that we honor our mothers. It's so very clear. It's so very important, in fact, that God placed one of the Ten Commandments specifically about honoring mom and dad. Exodus 20:12 says honor your father and your mother that your days may be prolonged in the land which the Lord your God gives you. And we turn over to the New Testament and we see very much the same thing. The apostle Paul in Ephesians 6 says, "Children, obey your parents in the Lord, for this is right. Honor your father and mother." And he adds, which is the first commandment with a promise, "so that it may be well with you and that you may live long on the earth." Did you notice that Commentary that the Apostle Paul puts in. He said, This is the, the first commandment with a promise. And in fact, it is the only commandment with a promise. It's God's intention, His desire for us that we honor our mom so that we will have a long and abundant life. I've been asked over the years what it means to honor your mother. And I think, you know, as I've gone back and looked at the commentaries this week, it could be broken down in three ways. One way would be to prize mom. In other words, to communicate your love and her value to you. And secondly, care for her. I was thinking this week about so many of us who are, so many of you that are caring for your elderly mom, that you go and you make those trips and those visits and you make sure that mom is well taken care of. This is the will of God. And finally, by showing respect and reverence for her. And you know what, as I studied this week, I I became more convinced than ever before about the importance of honoring mom. For instance, Leviticus 19.2 says this, speak to the entire assembly of Israel and say to them, be holy because I, the Lord your God, am holy. Each of you must respect his mother and father and you must obey the Sabbath. I am the Lord your God. Two things impress me by by this. It it says, first off, God says, be holy because I am holy. And so the implication is now I'm going to explain to you, I'm going to show you what holiness looks like. What does holiness look like? It looks like honoring your mother. It's that important. And secondly, you know, we say, well, we understand holiness is important and we understand um, the Sabbath is important, but look what's tucked in between the two. It is honoring your mother, giving her your respect. I learned something this week about honoring mother that I wasn't aware of. I missed this before. The scriptures say that one of the reasons that Israel was carted off into captivity into Babylon for 70 years was the way that they they treated their parents. Did you know that? That's how serious this is. That's why they were taken into captivity. Why? He answers in Ezekiel 22, in that you have treated father and mother with contempt, and that you have oppressed the alien and mistreated the fatherless and the widow. We, we understand the importance of, uh, of treating aliens with respect, of caring for those that can't care for themselves, of, of caring for the widows and the orphans, but, but look again. How important it is, the, the, the importance of mother and father are elevated to that level. How important? One last Bible verse, the Gospel of John, the words of Jesus. When Jesus saw his mother and the disciple whom he loved standing nearby, he said to his mother, Woman, behold your son. Then he said to the disciple, Behold your mother. And from that hour, the disciple took her into his own household. And we look at those words, and we are touched by those words, and and they're sensitive, and they're caring. But how much more when we consider that Jesus is speaking these words from the cross, in pain and agony. His mother is so important to him that he makes provision for her while he's being crucified, it kind of raises the stakes a little bit, doesn't it? Raises the value, the importance of our mothers. And I got to tell you, in all honesty, as I wrote those words this week, I thought, you know what? You better just stop right now and call your mother. I remember when my boys turned 13, I stopped and wrote my mother a letter and I said, I am so sorry. I am so sorry. Boy, I'll tell you what, you don't know how hard it is to be a parent until you have a 13-year-old. Someone say amen. Amen. I think that was everybody. <laughs> There's no question that the scriptures identify the importance of honoring your mother. Yet the word honor is kind of a, a big word. It's maybe hard to get our heads around a little bit. What does that look like? I thought Rich did a pretty good job of starting that this morning. I'd like to continue on that theme just a little bit. I remember several years ago, I, wrote a, I read a book by Dr. Gary Chapman, and perhaps you've heard of this book. It's called The Five Love Languages. And for me, this book was absolutely transformative because it really opened my idea of my understanding of what love is. He said that every one of us has at least one of five different love languages. The five love languages are physical touch, words of affirmation, quality time gift-giving, and acts of service. And if you're like me, you're probably thinking right now, which one of those is mine? Which one of those really blesses my heart? For, for me, it's words of affirmation. For Sandy, it's acts of service. That's, I know that that's her love language. And, and here's what's important about that to me. Here's what was eye-opening to me in this book. What Dr. Chapman made me understand was this. He said, you know, if my love language is words of affirmation, and I want to communicate my love to Sandy, I can say all day long, I love you. I love you. I love you. You are the wind beneath my wings. I can say it all day long, and yet she can still feel what? Unloved. Why? Because I'm not speaking her love language. And it's very important, men. It's very important, kids, that we understand what mom's love language is. One author said it this way. Every husband should have a bachelor's degree, a master's degree, and a Ph.D. in his wife, the mother of your children. So think it through. What makes mom smile, the biggest smile? What brings tears to her eyes? She's worth the effort to figure it out, isn't she? Physical touch, words of affirmation, quality time, gift-giving, acts of service. Which is it? Is mom's love language physical touch, for instance? When's the last time that you gave mom just a great big old hug? Just held her hand for no reason other than to say, you're special to me, you're important. J. Lionel Taylor said it this way, the greatest sense of our body is the touch. We feel, we're touchy, we're touched the touch corpuscles of our skin. It, it's, it's no mistake, he said, that God made us this way. Another author, John, John Hayes, said the world needs more people to live the good news in a way that can be seen and heard and handled, touched. Consider even more importantly the words, the acts of Jesus. How did he so often heal people? I think about Jesus, and you know, it just he, he would go across the room, he would reach out that hand, and he would touch. And Lord, I know that you could have touched, or you could have healed those people by standing across the room, you know? Those people with skin diseases, ick, I don't want to touch that. But Jesus went, and how did he heal the blind man? He took him by the hand. He touched him. He led him by touch, and he healed him by touch because we're created for touch. Is that mom's love language? Listen, I know some of you are still struggling with your bachelor's degree, so I want to help you a little bit, all right? Men, you listening up? David Bond, I'm watching you now, all right? So, so here's the deal. Right now, I can, I can tell you, I can uh, prove to you if your loved one, if your wife, her, her love language is touch. You ready? Here's, now, women, you say amen if this is you. Tonight, after dad puts the kids to bed, he takes care of all of that, and it's quiet in the house. Would it be a blessing to you if your husband sat down at your feet and just gave you a big old wonderful slow foot massage? Somebody say amen. Amen. One more time just to make sure. We're hard of hearing sometimes, man. Got a few down here. And by the way, husbands, if, I, if you discovered it, you're welcome. I just helped you out this week. Is uh, mom's love language words of affirmation? One author read this week, I read this week, said, Mothers often have the feeling that life is coming at them with the speed of a fighter jet and the chaos of a riot. Add to this, voices everywhere around them saying in subtle and not so subtle ways that the job they're doing isn't quite up to the mark. Wives often have the nagging feeling that they just don't measure up. And listen, it's our responsibility, husband, children, to honor our mothers and wives and speak truth into their lives and speak blessing into their lives. Listen again to Proverbs 31, her children rise up and bless her, her husband also, and he praises her, what, saying, we can't say to our wives, you know, well, she knows that I love her. If her love language is affirmation, we need to communicate that. And may I just say, just thinking even this moment, it seems over the last decades that women have worked and moved into the workforce, and then they come home and do all of the housework too, and men haven't come and kind of moved up beside them. Don't you throw a stone at me. Don't you throw fruit at me. That's not right. We've got to step up too. We've got to show and we've got to speak truth into their life. And if we truly love our moms, if we truly love our wives, then we need to communicate those truths. Many daughters have done nobly, but you excel them all. And men, I know you're saying, well, I just get all tongue-tied. It's hard. It's not that hard. You ready? Take some notes. You ready? Here we go. I'm taking a deep breath. You follow along. I appreciate how much you give me. You are beautiful. You make me want to be a better man. Mom, I've learned a lot from you. I like spending time with you. You're fun to be with. Our kids are so fortunate to have you as their mother. God wanted to be me to be happy, so he gave me you. Uh, You bring out the best in me. My favorite place to be is you. I wouldn't be half the man I am with you. God said, love your wife like Christ loves the church. You know what? I like my job. What are you doing tonight? Let's go. I value your insight. I'm glad our kids have such excellent role model. You are an amazing mother. You are my best friend. I'm proud to be your husband. I married up. And could I just say, men, looking around the sanctuary, I'm not the only one that married up here today. Our kids love you so much. I don't deserve you. You look fabulous in that outfit. When you walked into the room, you took my breath away. I wouldn't want any other. Mom, I love the way you created the home. I'm a better man because of you. God knew exactly what I needed it was you you are a beautiful person inside and out the song of Solomon has nothing on you I'd be happy with you anywhere I love you you know what I can tell whose love language is affirmation because you are the women with the biggest smiles on your faces right now it hits a chord it's not that hard men it's not that hard kids speaking of the song of Solomon have you ever read that book Most of us really haven't. We don't spend too much because, whoa, it's a little spicy. Talk about words of affirmation. The Song of Solomon, the fourth chapter, first verse says, How beautiful you are, my darling. How beautiful you are! Exclamation point. Your eyes are like doves behind your veil. Isn't that good? And then he goes on, Your hair is like a flock of goats. right there maybe it is hard I don't know maybe Solomon should have stopped with the dove thing that was pretty good his mom love language quality time kids I've got some news for you it's going to be shocking hang on hang on to something it's going to rattle you Mom did not go through the pain of childbirth and all of the tremendous sacrifices in order to be your ATM machine, chef, maid, and chauffeur. Amen? Amen. Shocking, right? Why did she bring you into this world? Oh, to pour out love, to spend time with you, just to spend time with you. And she surely did not go through all of that so that you might roll your eyes at her. I know none of you would do that. No, I saw some of that right down here this morning. Don't roll your eyes. Do you know what I'm talking about, right? If There's a sound that goes with it, too. Let me see if I can do it. Did you know, kids, that the, that the Bible has a lot to say about that particular thing, about rolling your eyes? Did you know it? It's one of my favorite Bible verses. Proverbs 30, 17. The eye that mocks a father and scorns a mother. The eye that mocks a father and scorns a mother. The ravens of the valley will pick it out and the young eagles will eat it. The mothers across the sanctuary right now are saying, "What was that? What was that passage again?" <laughs> Proverbs thirty seventeen. And you know what the truth is? Your mama deserves better. Mama deserves better than that. And it is the will of God that we treat her with respect and awe for what she has done. I remember I was thinking just this morning as I was preparing. My youngest son, Nathan, he, he kind of had a little mouth on him at one point, and, uh, and uh, Sandy said something to him, and, and he was like, <sighs> and she said, you know, I brought you into this world, and, and, and he said, mom, you can't play the birth card forever, and I said, oh, yes, she can, and back up, buddy. And he, he still gets a little mouthy sometimes. <laughs> Is mom love language gift-giving? Proverbs thirty-one, thirty-one says, Give her the product of her hands, and let her works praise her in the gates. You know, my, my, my uh, love language isn't gifts, and, and Sandy's isn't. But, uh, and it's almost kind of hard for me to get my head around that. But, but my one of my sons is, and we had to kind of discover that. And uh, it, it's almost difficult for me to understand. But I know now that when he's lonely or sad or depressed a small gift will really fill his emotional tank. And when you think about it, it does kind of make sense for some. uh, When mom knows that you have stopped and you prepared and you thought about her all the time that you were preparing that gift, and maybe it's the handmade gift. I think those are sometimes the very best, the handmade cards. I, I know Sandy has a box or two upstairs that are, you know, they are precious and they're just filled with homemade card after homemade card and picture. They went from the the refrigerator door, and sometimes they stayed for years up there, you know. And and then there was the little pieces of pottery that they would make and hand paint and bring them home because they are precious. And then there's a whole lot of popsicle stick art in there. There's a just but they're like gold. And for some moms, it's It is precious to prepare that gift because it reflects honor. And my goodness, doesn't she deserve that? Finally, is mom's love language an act of service? I told you before, my love language is uh, words of affirmation. It is for, for many men. There's times that in my life that you know we say, I love you often throughout the day. Um, it's important. But every once in a while, in fact, just last night, she said, she said, I want you to know how proud I am of you. And every time she says that, there's something that just, it's like the sun explodes in my chest. And I just, I just want to, I just want to go conquer a country for her, you know, look what I have done for you, you know. (laughs) But. But it's not her love language, and, and and likewise, you know, if I brought her roses, she'd say, "Why did you bring me dead flowers?" You know, the roses just aren't. I could bring me a a bush and plant it for that might that might, but flowers, no gifts, no. A, a hug and a kiss, that's good quality time she's my favorite person i hope i am hers we love spending time together but here here it is here's the romantic thing that i can do for her here's how i can fill her emotional tank and that is if i would if i would grout the bathroom tile oh. it's on i you know because why because her <laughs> it's true she knows it because her love language is acts of service. It makes perfect sense. Galatians 5.13 says, but through love, serve one another. Serve one another. That's what Rich said with the kids this morning. It's good to say we love one another. It's good to say we're important. Man, if her love language is service, it's important to show her. It doesn't matter if it isn't your love language. Earn your PhD with mom Know what her love language is. And and my soul, doesn't she deserve it? And by the way, I'm more convinced than any time in my entire life that this is the will of God for each of us. There was once a little girl, and she was just four years old, and she was out walking with her with her mama. They were having a good time and walking through the park, and the little girl looked down. She saw something in, in the dirt, and she picked it up, and the first thing she wanted to do was put it in her mouth. And mama went, no, no, don't do that. Grabbed that thing out of her hand, started the little girl. She said, honey, don't put that. You don't know where that has been. It's probably covered with germs, and it will make you sick. The little girl looked up at mama and said, mama, How do you know all that stuff? Mama said, it was on the test. You know, the mama test, and you have to pass the mama test before you can be a mama. Well, this was new information to this little girl, and so they kind of walked hand in hand, and it got quiet for a little bit. After a while, the little girl started to smile, and she said, I get it. To be a mama, you've got to pass the test, and if you don't pass the test... You gotta be a daddy. (laughs) Mama said, exactly. I don't know if that's true or not. But I do know this without a doubt God's plan for each of us to have a long, fulfilling, abundant life is for you and I to honor your father and your mother so that your days may be prolonged in the land which the Lord your God gives you and I know it that today is a good day as it is every day to honor mom and to rise up and call her blessed so I'm just going to ask you today would you just stand in honor of mom and let's just show our appreciation would you stand now and let's just give them that word While you're still standing, would you, would you pray with me? Good and gracious Father, we thank you so much for all the good gifts that you have poured into our life. We thank you, Lord, that you have blessed us with mothers. And I am conscious, I'm aware that some in our congregation have lost mothers this last year. And this is the first Mother's Day without them. And so I pray, Lord, that you would bless them and comfort them. And their memories might be full and rich And times of laughter. And for all of us who are so blessed to still have mom, help us, Lord. Help us to fulfill the will that you have for each one of us today. Watch over us and help us to be good husbands and good children. In Jesus' name, amen.